There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on Monday. Monday, Monday. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's got, you just got me today, guys. Uh, Josh has got some things he's taking care of this morning, so uh, he's got, he's busy with that. But he is uh, he is still here. He's still around, got things going on. But I flew in. and Man, are my arms tired. Boy, that just never gets old, does it? Anyway, no, I flew in last night and got to bed sometime around, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the morning and my time, which would be about 2 o'clock your guys' time. And uh, it was a, I was gone last week because I was in Michigan, Michigan. I enjoyed my time up there. What a great little place to be. But I got to go up there and be a part of a fantastic event talking about how we can handle and work with and deal with and be proactive with human trafficking on this earth. And not just here in America, not in your just little corner of the world, but this earth. And so... Uh this is a one of those things where we have to think about how do we change this and and it was a very you know a lot of cool stuff happened. I spoke on Friday evening at Brighton B R I T E B R I T B R I G H T E O N B so it's Bright E on. So just think of it that way and then also American Media Periscope they both had live feeds of the event so if you want to go back I think those feeds are still there should be able to go back and review those if you want to go back and see the event. And when I spoke, I had a panel at the very end of the show on Saturday evening, and uh, it was very, very moving. We had a couple survivors, as well as two of the individuals who are frontline workers on the recovery of children, similar to what you saw in the movie Sound of Freedom. Now, Sound of Freedom is an emotional movie. It is meant to you know, point out to you that there is an issue. There's something you need to get done. You need to get involved, get out there, do things. And it's worth seeing, guys. Absolutely, it is worth seeing. Now, I want to, and I know I'm talking a little bit about the the event because, well, that I know there's a lot of the BS going on in the world. And we, you know, when is there not BS? We got to get better than this, folks. Anyway, um, one of the things I don't know if you guys knew this. Uh, this this was this was said at the conference, so I don't I don't think this is a secret or anything. But if you guys want to know how they some things are done, they're done with the fact that they are able to think outside the box and finance a lot of things. And the sad part of this is they're going into third world countries where they're having to pay for the fuel. They have to fill up the police car's tank so that the local PD can even attend the raid because they don't have enough gas money in the PD department to go and help with raiding and capturing these people or helping rescue these children. And I don't think people understand that. These third world countries, we run around talking about, oh, you know, we we see our cops sitting on the side of a road, running the air conditioner and got the little fancy little parade lights on and all that other stuff. And they sit there. These other countries don't have money for gasoline to be able to go out and do this. They don't have extra staff. They don't have much staff to begin with. And so the thing is, is that we see this this dichotomy of things, right? 
where we're over here worrying about whether people are speeding too much. But in other third world countries, they don't have enough gas to go rescue children. And that's, just, that's literally the, that's the wall they have to climb. That's the holdback is gasoline putting in their patrol car. I mean, it's like, what? But this is the world we live in where we have got a real backwards way of thinking things and things have really gone out of hand. So when we go through this whole thing, we think about how things have happened. We do all this stuff. Just understand that there's a lot of hurdles out there. Now, let me give you a little bit of a caveat of one of the amazing things that happened there. And I, I got to meet some really, really genuinely genuine people with the the like, OK, so on my show, the Jim Price show, the one thing I talk about is selflessness. Uh, the 10 percent you do for your neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government, the more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so selfish. The world will be a far better place. That to me, that's what it's about. That's the moment for me. And so when I see these people going out and they're doing this stuff, it's actually very breathtaking to say, OK, listen, there's not just me out there saying this and talking about this, but there are actually people out there doing it. So it's a fantastic, it was a fantastic event. Like I said, people there had their heart in their sleeve. They were definitely showing how they felt, how emotional they really were. So this is the thing. So don't even begin to misrepresent yourself. Say, well, you know, it's only a one, two thing here. And well, you know, the, you know these people are just doing because they want the attention. I mean, you ought to hear the negativity that will come out of people's face. It's like, did you actually think about that before you said it out loud that you think somehow this person's doing this for something other than, I mean, like, what? Like, how? What? Don't do that. Don't. Not today, Satan. Right? Not today. Not today. And we, you know, we got to go and, and I, like I said, I got to talk to a lot of really great people. And what was really impressive is I ran into people from New York and the Buffalo area and some other things. So I really... You guys, uh, you guys there in the uh, Rochester, Avon, all those areas, there's a group over in Buffalo that you guys need to tie in with. And I told them to reach out to the folks in WISL and others to be able to you know, incorporate you guys into their voter integrity stuff, into the human trafficking stuff. And they want to be a part of what you guys are doing, and they want you to be a part of what they're doing. So I guess Buffalo has got some real uh, corruption going on. And I say real corruption. It's, you know, rhinos in there talking about voter integrity and then not even, you know, not even bothering to move the needle. So the event was fantastic. Like I said, I, I flew in. I got last get in late last night. I tried to get out of there earlier, but all the book, all the flights were booked out of uh, out of Detroit. And I was connecting in through Chicago and then went on to Wichita. And uh, so I, I got home uh, obviously late and it was a. I just will not trade that event for anything, but I will be with Mike Lindell and his team uh, voter integrity event in Springfield, Missouri on Wednesday and Thursday. So I think what I'm going to do, and I need to work with the Bobs and make sure that we're going to, I could get a good connection and we'll see how I get this. I'm going to take my stuff with me and I want to report from the event. I want to talk to you guys about what's going on there. So I'm going to, I know I got a good landline here. I got a good, uh, you know, uh, high speed internet here. But I'm I'm wondering if the convention center is going to be worth it. So I'm gonna take my stuff. If I have to leave the event, go find a uh, public library. Is that even a thing? Anyway, I'm gonna go in and get you the internet. So I get. I want to talk to you guys as we're doing the event. But on Friday, I will be in transit to Southside Chicago for another human trafficking event there to speak at. I'll be speaking this weekend, and I will be there with Juan O'Savin. Uh, SGN on, uh, Lloyd Brunson, 
These are names you guys know. Lloyd Brunson was the guy who did the Supreme Court case on pro se, meaning he did not use lawyers. He used his own power as a human being uh, to go in and uh, to uh, get these to get the Supreme Court to act. Now, I do believe that the Lloyd Brunson case is going to really give us a key going into the Trump's boomerang effect. Now, I, that was a question that a lot of people were talking about this weekend is what's these Trump cases like? What's going to happen? How is this going to come out? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, hey, I think it's all going to boomerang back on him. Remember, Trump was the big birther guy. Remember the whole birther movement? I don't know if you guys remember that. It was actually a big, big thing back in the early 2000s, uh, around the, in, the, in the end of the 2000, uh, sorry, end of 2000, around 2007, 2008. Trump was the lead on the fact that Uncle Barry is born in Kenya and has a fraudulent birth certificate. And the fact the person who certified his birth certificate in Hawaii died like two days after they certified it. So again, there's a lot of lot of shady things going on, a lot of things that just do not make sense. But we also know that Uncle Barry's grandfather is the second cousin to Daddy Bush. Daddy Bush and Barry's grandfather used to talk while Barry was there. And Barry and Bush Jr. know each other ex- intimately. They've known each other since they were children. This is the funny part of this. They act so very disconnected, like they just met each other. And they're not strangers. This is, this is the, you know, no, it's not that way at all. But... Uh, real quick before I got, so let me do this right before we go to break here. Uh, one of the things that came out of the event that one of the stories that we're talking about was Jared, the the subway guy. And because he was bragging about, he was, he had a girlfriend that was under 18 or had these girls that he was, he was, uh, dating or doing whatever with under 18. They turned him, his coworkers heard this and they turned him into the local PD. And then it turned over to the FBI and the FBI raids his house, right? And they spent all day or however long going through the whole house, couldn't find a stitch of anything, not a thing. But there's these specialized dogs. And this is what's crazy. I didn't even know this. There's, there's ways that you have to work around things. Like I said, you, they have, sometimes have to pay for gasoline and they have to throw these guys a few bucks just be, to you know, feed them lunch to be able to go on these raids and help them as a local PD. One of the tactics they have is a dog that can smell the glue on computer chips. Now, computer chip glue is actually what is known across the globe is the same glue. Everybody uses the exact same computer chip glue. It has a distinctive uh, chemical makeup of smell that dogs can smell. And so what they do is they train these dogs to smell the glue in the computer chips. Now, here, let me get you this. This is what, this is what happened. So they couldn't find anything. And then they said, well, we're, they brought the, the, the glue dog in. I guess it's, I don't know. I, I'm... I am very naive on what all this is about. I'm sure I'm going to find out more. They've asked me to contact them, and they want to work with me on some stuff coming in here for the future, the the Underground Railroad folks, the Jim Caviezel's, the, the Tim Ballard uh, group. And we're going, to be, we're, we're going to be talking this week about a few things that, that, we, that they want me to help them with. So we're going, to, we're going to talk. Anyway, so this dog knows the smell of this glue, and they were able to find three thumb drives in a Christmas wrapping um, Christmas wrap tub. He had three Christmas wrap tubs with, with uh, Christmas wrapping in it. And inside the tube, in the middle of each of the tubs, he had a thumb drive that had thousands and thousands of uh, videos and, and photos of underage children. And that's what they busted him with. Is the dog was able to smell the glue inside of a tub that, was in, that had wrapping paper with a thumb drive inside of the tube of paper. And so someone at this event this weekend 
went and said, I will buy the dog for 20, another dog for $22,000. That's what it takes to train one of these dogs and make it to where they can go out and use them. So someone anonymously donated 22 grand to make sure that these dogs are available for an underground railroad to go do their job and find these creeps and what they're doing. So anyway, what a, that's just one little highlight. I wanted to give you guys that. We do have a commercial break coming up. This is the world we're living in, and we got to be the difference maker. We can't let these people continue to chew our legs off. All right, guys, we'll go, we'll go to break, and we'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Josh is not here today, so you got just me for two hours, so deal with it. All right, guys, uh, I know you guys want to hear a lot more, but I did just came across this article, and I... Okay, so I go. I use I use Gateway Pundit. I use uh, yournews.com, and before it's news, there's a couple other places I go out there, and I do not go. What I, I don't go out is is looking obviously to CNN and other these legacies, these old 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 world uh, news organizations. There's a lot of breathtaking things that are going to be coming up, and I want you guys just just to understand that it takes a long time to get networks and things up and running to where we have viable networks, so we can go to them and use them as reliable sources. So anyway, just to let you know, I do that. And that's, I do have people call me and I get information that's, <laughs> you'd be surprised at things I get. And I I, uh, I do appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. Uh, like I said, we, I was at this event this week. I am going to be traveling uh, to Springfield, Missouri. And it, there's even an article here in the Gateway Pundit, what's going to happen. But I, I came across this article right next to it. Why is, what is wrong with Joe New video shows smiling Biden uh, again refusing to comment on the Maui fire while Delaware Beach vacation. Now, let me give you something here. Do you guys realize that the 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 property surrounding everything that burnt uh, uh, Oprah owns? Yeah, Oprah has bought like this rainbow of property. I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not a lot. But she's basically bought up most of the extra land around that Maui area. And she's priming herself to be a real estate investor and a real estate mogul in that Hawaiian area where they're going to create the 15-minute cities where this is not – oh, 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 I'm sorry. I misquoted. It's a smart city. It's not going to be a 15-minute city where they have facial recognition and chips that follow you around and allow, and watch whether you crossed inside the sidewalk or you walked off, the, uh, off onto the grass and all these arbitrary laws and rules that they want to make up to co- give you a social credit score – no, no, no. It's not a 15-minute city. It's a smart city, you dummies. It's smart. This is everything smarter here. Yeah, no cars. No, 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 no motors. Just everything is electrical. Everything is just good. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna not worry about you know, like how we absolutely function on this earth. Don't worry about that. But but Obama, whoops, Freudian slip. Oprah, see, you see what I did there? Oprah has bought up four different parcels of property at the tune of about 20 million, between 15 to 20 million dollars, depending on how you do the math. So just understand that Oprah has primed herself for the direct energy weapon. Oh, wait, we don't use direct energy weapon on civilization, citizens and stuff, guys. That's a, that's conspiracy theorism. That's not real. Uh, anyway, the direct energy weapon attack on Maui has actually primed Oprah uh, again. I did it again. Oprah for a windfall of cash and control of that that resort area. So understand uh, that 
Lady who, you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. That lady? Yeah, no. She's, uh, she's a tool. But going back to uh, Uncle Joe, the reason I want to talk about him not talking about the Maui thing is because he said, well, we're going to give almost, we're actually, hang on, they just approved another $20 billion to Ukraine. Yeah, 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 that, that was last week, right before the direct energy weapon happened. Yeah, they, they're going to send in their $20 billion. So we're trucking towards $300 billion to Ukraine to maintain that country who, if you go look at their vacation photos, they're doing just fine. They actually look like they're doing better than America at this point. So anyway, um, so he's, he's like, oh, uh, we're sending our prayers to Maui, but we're sending $20 billion to Ukraine. Plus some, you know, some scatter missile stuff and, you know, bomb boom ba booms and pew-pews. That's fine. Don't worry about that. And why does it, you know, guys, let's go down that math there a little bit. You know Zelensky owns like a $25 million uh, house in Florida. You know, that guy, the paid actor, the comedian who also did porn before he became a Ukrainian president. That guy. This is how dumb they think you are. They will literally take a guy who's done gay porn and was a comedian and put him as president of Ukraine. And you guys think that that place is a war torn country because Russia's in there just devastating them. It's not true, folks. The only people that are getting in battle are the Gazarian mafia that is actually out there fighting the Russians with Russian equipment. Pay attention. Don't get caught up in the shiny object of things. But anyway, this is the value. This is where you show your heart is. But I, will, I have something else here. And I know I say, okay, Jim, you said that he didn't recognize the Maui uh, fire and he's sending another $100 billion to Ukraine. And what, what's the point? The point is, if you go to the article, if you go to Twitter, you can go to RNC Research, uh, at RNC Research on Twitter, or you can go to Gateway Pundit. There is an article on there that shows him. What I want you to see is the vehicle that the pedo in chief is getting into but also the individual that's holding the door for him. Secret Service does not put on vacation clothes. Secret Service does not wear khaki pants. Secret Service does not wear ball caps. Secret Service basically has a uniform, period. Not kind of, not maybe. It's men in black. I, I'm saying, I'm being a little bit facetious on the, the black part. They use a, a navy blue Dark suit every single time, the exact same. They all look the same, almost basically the same haircut. They all have the same body type. It's really funny to see because you can tell who they are. But if you look at this, this photo here, you will see that the vehicle that he's getting into is actually a, looks like about a 10-year-old Suburban, according to the headlights and grill on the Chevy, quote-unquote, Suburban he's getting into which doesn't have the handrails or protective glass that it should have in there, but it does have a, it is a transport vehicle. And now who runs transport vehicles and wears khaki pants and ball caps? The U S marshals. Do you see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? I built this entire thing up. I told you guys about, about five, 10, 15, 20 different things. And that little shh, that I just put out there of all kinds of things that breaks the narrative of what the legacy media is telling you, what you think you're living in. Ukraine is not under attack, but being freed from repression of the establishment, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, the global cabal. They are being released and they're being freed by Russia. 
I think Pooty, Uncle Pooty, is a great guy. Oh, Uncle Pooty? Yeah, I call him Uncle Pooty because that's because we're family. You know, and now I know everybody wants me to call him Putin when we're in public, but I call him Uncle Pooty because he was just a great guy. When Joe Biden says that Uncle Pootie's a bad guy, I like Uncle Pootie. Do you see how that works? It's not hard math. I didn't have to like, all right, okay, hold on a second here. One plus one. And then I, if I add the two and I drop this down and I borrow the one. Uh, no, no, that's all it is. I could just do literally opposite of what Nancy Pelosi says, and I will be right every single time. It's so simple. They can't help themselves. Where has been old Nancy lately? Where's the old drunk girl at? She been on a bender? Maybe she's in rehab. Maybe she decided that it was time for her to straighten up her life and just really walk away from that alcohol. Maybe that's what it is. See, this is the thing, guys. There is so many of these clues right in front of our face that we don't really even pay attention. We just get all like, oh, well, Jim, the world's coming apart. Oh, the forests are on fire. The hurricanes are coming. Yeah, well, they... I, come on, guys. There's things going on in the forest fires that, yeah, you need to pay attention to. But you also, if you go and look at the geological formations of natural gas and where these fires start, you see why they start the fires over the natural gas vents in the surface of the earth. Yeah, there's vents. Just like, you know, artesian wells that come up out of the ground where water just bubbles out. Well, there's places like that for natural gas and methane and all kinds of other stuff. This this burping and farting planet does a lot of things that we have we can't control. And we're over here going, well, guys, if you just change the chemical and if your exhaust of your car to a chemical we're not testing for, your car is a is saving the environment with your catalytic converters and computer chips, and it's just so great. It's so good. It doesn't. See, the thing is, guys, I really do believe we're going to find out the greatest scandal was what, oops, we weren't testing for the right chemicals coming out of your car, and now you've given everybody 15 fingers. Now, we know that they're still leaving the pharmaceutical chemicals in the, in the, in the water that you drink daily, and you need to be mindful of that. You know what? I think my I think there was a couple things for me in my path to this whole thing. One, it was getting on probiotics and doing some other things for my own health. But the other one, I where I started, I really do see a significant change when I walked away from fluoride. You guys, if you know what fluoride is, fluoride is a byproduct of the aluminum and phosphate industry, and the phosphate industry is the fertilizer industry and and other chemicals. I'm using phosphate as a reference, but and also the aluminum industry. That's where fluoride comes from. But your own government says as long as there is a purchaser, a consumer of the product that you are developing, it it is no longer toxic waste. It's no longer bad if you have a consumer. And so they've been selling it to municipalities across this country. You pay for it so that they can go in and make you a bunch of dumb cattle that they can slaughter anytime they feel like it. And that's what they do here, guys. But anyway, when I stopped using fluoride, I really do believe the calcification of my pineal gland and understanding the world around me changed. And you guys need to understand that as well. There's so much more out there than just the politics of things, just the spiritual things, but also there's the physical things you need to take care of yourself. But then it's also nefariously tied into the government because the government's out there putting the stuff in your water. But so are all the estrogen-based uh, birth controls. They stay in the water. The antidepressants, all these things are staying in the water. And that's why it's hard for me to actually want to consume water even when I'm out out in a restaurant, I don't want to drink soda. I don't drink out. Al- I don't drink alcohol really anymore. Um, and so if I ask something, I'm like, 
thinking about where is this water coming from? And I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't feel that though. This is our country. This is our life. This is our, this is our world. This is our time. And we can't have something better than that. Well, anyway, that's how it goes for us. All right, we got a commercial break coming up here on WYSL as we go this way. Guys, do not forget that this world is out there trying to chew the legs off you, and you don't have to be that victim. All right, guys, we're going to be back here in just a couple of minutes. WYSL. Bye-bye. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here in WYSL. WYYSL. That's right. Guys, thank you so much for being here now. This is uh, this whole world. <laughs> When you have these complaints, when you have these things that you're going around saying, you know why I don't understand why this is happening. It's because the people that obviously should be held accountable are just walking around as if they never did it. I mean, these people are taking a big crap in the middle of your living room and talking as if, you know, everything smells like sunshine and roses around the place. I mean, they literally are doing this to you every single day and no one is holding them accountable. No one is rubbing their nose in the little pee spot they put on the carpet, right? This is not how, and I don't know how you handle your dog stuff, but I was just being facetious there. Uh, don't NAACP, you know, we're not, not, what is it, the dogs one? What's the, yeah, don't call me. I'm not, that's why I, I didn't authorize people to do that. I just was using it as an analogy. Anyway, nobody's holding these people accountable for their bad behaviors, and this is what happens. This is how this works. Now, I've got an article here, and this is from uh, uh, yournews.com. It says, a 98-year-old co-owner of a small Kansas newspaper died Saturday. Well, why is that important, Jimmy? You're, you're talking about Kansas and a newspaper guy. What's the problem? One day after a police raid on her home in Marion County, um, jo- uh, Joanne Meyer had been un- undergoing severe stress and emotional distress in the hours before her death. The Marion County reporter uh, said she was um, allegedly unable to eat or sleep after police conducted the raid. Authorities confiscated personal electronics, computer and newspaper files, and other equipment, according to the outlet. Merriam Police Chief Gordon uh, Cody allegedly physically grabbed reporter Debbie Deb's cell phone, uh, re-injuring one of her fingers in the process. Cody later defined the raid, saying the judicial system uh, is being questioned and this is a this is a uh, this is a true case where we see this happening. It requires peace, pe- uh, pe- police to use subpoenas rather than search warrants to search the premises of journalists unless they are themselves are subject to uh, uh, an offense or are subject to a search. Now that that seems I'm, that's that's a quote. So he was kind of being a little bit nervous there. And this was going to CBS News. Our first priority is to be able to publish next week. The uh the record publish um the record so that's the name of the 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 paper is called the record publisher Eric Meyer, but we also have to make sure no other news organizations ever exposed to the Gestapo tactics we witnessed today. We will be seeking the maximum sanctions possible under the law. So this was just quotes of this on this article here, but the problem is is that the ninety year old corner died on Saturday because of the stress of this this thing. And I know, I know that doesn't seem like it's correlated, but I'm going to tell you guys personally from my experience, when you have the red dot on your forehead, when they are pulling a gun on you and you're just standing there with your hands above your head, 
that makes you understand that there is something wrong with how we are handling each other on this earth. And if we're willing to always use deadly force, then what 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 response do we have left? Either we what we're going to bend the knee, we're going to live on our knees. See the problem with this is is that this the stress of this situation they're talking about this is actually causing the death of this individual, but yet they're not going to say that. They're going to say, well, that's just natural causes. Stress is real, and there's a lot of people that can't handle these things. But we have things going on in the world around us like this continuously, and this whole raid is going to get worse. This whole thing. Remember the, the FBI raid last week on the guy who was walking with a cane? He was 5'4 and 300 pounds. Now, I'm going to let you know a guy who's 5'4 and 300 pounds is, is as wide as he is tall. And if you think that that man is some type of a physical threat while he's sitting in his recliner in his home, then you haven't gone to the right training because this is a problem for us. I These examples of things, these are the only ones you're hearing about. If you want to go in and find out about what's truly going on, the city of Wichita pays out $500 million year after year after year. It's an average of about $500 million in wrongdoing claims, where they they were wrong, where they have to pay a victim. The city of Wichita puts into their city budget $500 million every year because they know they're going to screw up at that level every single year. They just plan on it. Well, why don't you stop doing that then? Why don't you mitigate? Why don't you redirect instead of having to go and, oh, oh, here's another one for you. What, three or four years ago? Remember the, the guy who was swatted because of a video game? That was Wichita, Kansas. Do you know the the guy that was doing the story time reading at the library with the white horns on his head? Oh, that was Wichita, Kansas. You guys think that New York is bad. You think you guys got things going. This is Kansas. We're raiding newspaper offices. We're going after political opponents. We're doing drag queen book hour at the public library downtown Wichita. We're the ones that started that whole thing. We did. But this is where, guys, if it's happening in Kansas, where it's supposedly a red state and conservative because we're all farmers and churchgoers. No, guys, we are so dark blue. We are so rhino driven. We have a veto override supermajority in the House and the Senate, and we are a sanctuary state for abortions. Kansas is a sanctuary state for abortions, and we have a super majority override in the House and in the Senate, not like by one vote. We're talking like we own it. The Republicans own it. And we still have property tax. We still have utility tax. We still have all these taxes on us. We still have, we are, you can walk into an abortion clinic, put an X on the paper, and they will take your baby and execute it in your body and no questions asked. And most of the time, not even charge you for it. So when we talk about the corruption of things, when we talk about these things, we talk about the human trafficking of things. Guys, I'm not talking like this is a one-off deal. It's stuff that we got to watch on in September or in July when it spikes or because it gets hot or because it gets cold. It's not, a, it's not a cyclical thing that happens every now and again. I have stories like this piling up over and over again. And the sad part of it is I, it would take all of my time. I wouldn't be able to give you the solutions and the, and the ability to get yourself right and keep your heart right and your body right and your mind right to how to deal with these people as you go through it. I, 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 we need to make sure we're strong warriors. We're the sentinels. We're going to stand a post. We're going we're to fight for our constitutional republic. 
And there's a thing that, you know, going around, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like, name one thing that is, um, is wrong or is inaccurate that we all think is real. And I don't think you've seen these Facebook posts, these Twitter posts, stuff like that. And I post on there that we're a democracy. Because we're not a democracy. If Chuck Schumer says we're losing our democracy, I lose it. If Nancy Pelosi says we're losing our democracy, we have to fight for it, lose it. If Hillary Clinton tells you we need to maintain our democracy, lose it. Because democracy is the bud light of communism. That's how bad, that's how bad it is. That's how bad democracy really is because it's elected leadership, not elected servants like a republic. And it's yours to lose, folks. It's yours to lose. It's your country. It's what you need to do. You need to step up and be the right people. Then do it. Just do it. Put forth the effort. So as we're getting, let me give you a little, let me give you an example of this. On Friday evening, we were getting ready to do the transition to the panel that I, I, I was moderating at the very end, and I was, you know, we're doing question and answers and stuff. And one of the first people in line, this 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 elderly woman, she had a cane, she was hunched over, she was not moving fast. I mean, her and the turtle are like neck and neck. They're not killing it, right? She the her the wind is not blowing her hair back because she's moving so fast, right? So she's moving, she's coming towards the where we told them to line up to ask for questions and answer. Way ahead, way ahead. Like she's, she knows she's going to take her a minute to get there. So she's on her way. And I said, thank you for coming over. And she's like, oh, thank you. And, you know, she's sweet as pie. I was getting cavities. She was so sweet. And uh, just really neat lady. And so I, the, as she was the first one to ask a question, first in line, she wanted to go first. Definitely. She gets up there and she goes, and, and uh, Annie, who was running the microphone on that side, and Annie Garrett, who actually put on the event, is a fantastic human being, one of the one of the really neatest people out there, very genuine individual. She goes, Jim, uh, she wants to know where to send the check. And I said, Amen. Where does she send the check, guys? And that's the the Underground Railroad guys were up there. And he and the one guy jumps up immediately. He's like, I'll I'm coming over right now. And he he left the stage to go talk to her because it that's what that's what how important. That's how important God's children's are, children are to her. Here's a woman who's walking with a cane who barely, I mean, she, she's hunched over. She, you know, she can't lift her head all the way up because she's, you know, she's older. And, and uh, she just wanted to go up there and say, where do I send the check? And I'm like, man, where are we at, folks? Where are we doing here? How, how can we make a difference? And like I said, someone else stepped up to do the other part with the dog, which was amazing. And just to paraphrase that whole story, that dog was able to smell a thumb drive that was taped on the inside of a cardboard tube that had Christmas wrapping paper inside of a plastic tub that was stacked on top of other plastic tubs in a garage up on a shelf where the dog couldn't get close to it and was able to smell the glue inside of there, and that's how they were able to catch him and actually prosecute him for what he had been doing. And so this is a big, big part of this. So just understand, there's there's so much going on. Uh, real quick, I and because I'm going to be at the Mike Lindell uh, event, I wanted to read this article. Suspense builds. What is the solution to save U.S. elections? Mike Lindell to reveal his plan on Thursday. Now, I'm going to 
I'm, I want you guys to, to listen to this part for me with, with me for a second here is when you think about what's getting ready to happen in this off year election. So you guys just had primaries a while ago, right? And then I had another guy. Was it what he call in here? Or I, had, I had him on my show. Oh, no, he was on my show. He was one of the guys. He was actually running for sheriff. And he said, no, the primary starts today. But there's 45 days of, of uh, I think it was Pennsylvania. They have like election. They have their elections start for forty five days. Elections are forty five days long. Like you can vote for forty five days, and that's in the primary, or was it a general election? Maybe he won the primary. It was a general election. Like anyway, it's crazy. Like there's there's states out there that are allow- allowing like not just same day, but like like months worth of elections stilling. So. I think those counties that were brave enough, the county commissioners, now this is where this is all different, guys. The county commissioners can dictate exactly what form of election you have. If you want to change your election to where you only do paper, with no voting boxes, no electronic voter registers, none of that stuff, they can actually say, we are paper only. And there are thousands and thousands of counties across this country that are doing paper only. And on these statewide elections that we're getting ready to have right now, going into this fall season, I do believe, I do believe you're going to see the discrepancy with the paper ballots shows the guy won by 40%, but then the election, uh, the electoral, uh, uh, electronic boxes, those are going to show he only won by 2 or 3%. And it's going to show how the electronic boxes are changing votes. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up from WYSL. Be right back here in just a couple minutes. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for hanging around. Yeah, I don't know, guys. There's a lot, a lot of stuff going on, and we need to be mindful of this. Now, I want to go through this article here. America's uh, eagerly waiting to see what Mike Lindell will unveil this Thursday to uh, save America's election. And one of the things that they were talking about, there's a list of pre- uh, presenters of this year's event, including Lindell as America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani, Texas AG Kent Paxton, Justin, uh, Justice Mark uh, Gableman from Wisconsin, Steve Bannon, uh, General Flynn, Lou Dobbs, and many more. There's going to be a lot of people at this event, and I was going through it. Laura Loomer is going to be there. Uh, I was pretty impressed with. So, and I'll be there, you know. So I'm. Um, I'm not. I'm not nobody. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a somebody. You gotta. You gotta respect my authority. Uh, I will be there as well. Uh, Lindell shares that only 14 people know the solution he will propose. These, those involved, have kept his secret for some time. Lindell says that tens of thousands of Americans on the ground across the country have been working to address numerous issues. With the 2020 and 2022 elections, these individuals have canvassed, canvassed, uh, canvassed, did, 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 canvassed, did, ah, right. You know what I mean. They've been canvassing and attending numerous local county state meetings, encouraging those to, in charge to take seriously these election elections and the impact on the entire world. Now, uh, let's see, Mike Lind- uh, General Flynn uh, gives credit to Lindell for putting this event together. He is one of the 14 who has seen Lindell's plan. No one in America has worked harder to improve the election integrity of the United States election system and process than Mike Lindell. It is his pursuit of the ensuring of ensuring the integrity of our election. Uh, Mike has developed a plan that offers our nation an opportunity to protect and defend our elections 
from electric, electronic interference. During this upcoming summit, the plan will be revealed and in its successful execution will require every American to join together at the precinct level and on up to work together to overcome the many threats we have in our vote. Now think about that. That's a big deal. Now, Mike Lindell has rented the conference center. And when I say conference center, guys, I'm not talking like, you know, he's not out there getting a little, he's putting together a little uh, event, you know, hut out at the park. You know, he's not renting a little space for his birthday for his three-year-old. He's renting the convention center in Springfield. And he's paying for that with his own dollars. And then he hires an entire catering company to feed which will be probably several thousand people. I say several, I, probably two to 3,000 people, I would say, were there or around doing different things. Feed them breakfast, lunch, dinner, plus soda, water, juices, coffee, tea, all day long. Like, so it's like a full catered, like it's, you know, it's like if you want to eat three squares, they're there, right? So he does all that, plus... He brings in a full professional production crew, plus he brings his own internet, plus he brings his own security, plus he, I mean, guys, the plus, plus, plus on this guy. So when I told you guys last week, I want you guys to go to WYSL, go to my, my page or whatever, and click on the link for Mike Lindell and put in promo code price. I'm challenging you guys to watch this. That's all you got to do. He's going to give you a free ebook. And by the way, I know that the reason I put the promo code price in there is because they track it. And New York, you guys got to step up. I'm telling you, you guys aren't signing up. So go to the Mike Lindell event thing that's on uh, the WYSL uh, Facebook or Twitter. I think we put it up there. Uh, Pretty sure we did. If not, it's on mine. If you can't find it, message me. I will send it to you. So you can click on it. It costs you nothing. You put your email in. You put in promo code price. And then you get the free link to watch the show and you get a free ebook from Mike Lindell. So where's your loss? What are you losing out on? You're gonna get you're gonna learn how to keep your election safe. Oh, I don't want to give him my email, Jimmy. It's just too much. Right? Seriously, guys, think about this. This is your country. This is your world. I've asked you to give your email address to Mike Lindell, put promo code price in. Where is the downside? Oh, well, Mike Lindell is going to send me an electronic book and he's going to be talking and I, I don't want electronic books. Okay, then don't accept the free gift. Don't accept the link to go watch the, the, the symposium going on, the, the election integrity event. Here's the thing, guys. This is, this is your country. And you're like, oh, it was just too much to give him my email. I just, I, I'll do anything else, ben, Jim, but that is just too much work. My email, typing that all the way out. Do you know how long that takes? This is seconds of my life that I will never get back. I just can't go wildly out there just just signing up for something. <gasps> I am just appalled at you. That's what it sounds like on my end when I see that you guys are not stepping up like you should. I mean, literally, that pro- that post for WYSL should be the post of the year for WYSL. It should be the post of the year for the Jim Price show. But the sad part of it is you guys think that your elections are free and fair and, and Joe Biden won. Because that's what it shows me when you guys do not sign up for this. Oh, I'm lecturing you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, bo- I'm wagging my bony little finger at you. Oh, you bad people. You guys won't give them your, your email and put promo code price in. Well, Jimmy, I told you it's just so hard. I'm so tired. I just can't do it anymore. Why? 
Why can't you do it anymore? And like I said, I, I said on my show, what was it, week before last, when, when Trump was going to go get arraigned? I said, guys, where do I go? Where do I turn myself in? Because obviously I'm an extremist. Obviously I'm an election denier. Obviously I am the problem. So please tell me, how does this, where do I turn myself in? Do I go to, the, what, is there a gulag? Do I just put in gulag in an Apple Maps? And I say like local gulag and I just click whatever and just go? Turn myself in? Cash all this light? I mean, seriously. What is everything that, what is the, why do I even bother to have a home if you guys aren't even worried about elections? Why do I even bother to worry about human trafficking if you're not even bothered to worry about elections? Because this, this house, this life of mine, what I do here is worth nothing if we have, we do not have America. What I do here with this radio show, what I do with my speaking at these events, what I do when I'm out there doing all, when I'm doing what I do, right? I do in the do. It's worth nothing if there is no America. Nothing. Nothing. So when you sit there and you go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, again, I'm going to keep recycling that same same uh, voice. <laughs> oh, I can't, Jim. It's just too hard. Click, 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 click. But I'll watch kitty videos all day long because they're so fun and cutesy. <laughs> really? Really? You can't spend a little time listening to voter integrity from Mike Lindell or, or General Flynn or, or Rudy Giuliani or Lou Dobbs. You can't bother to step up and just listen to what they, they're going to ask you to do to participate in your country so you can save America. That's the bridge too far for you. Is this, is it, are we having this conversation? Well, I don't want to have this conversation. I really, here's the thing, folks. I've got a lot of the stuff to go on. I, we got a lot of stuff. You know, I, there's a lot of things I need to get done. You know, we got other, we got to get our hearts right. We got to get our pineal glands decalcified from all the fluoride in our diet. We got to get our, you know, we got to get our, you know, the, the glyphosate out of our body so we don't have inflammation. I would rather take voter integrity off of the subjects of things I talk about and just talk about how we can make ourselves amazing for the future because America is so great. I want to be here as long as I can. There's hardly anything left. If you don't step up and all we ask you to do is click on a link, put your email in there, promo code price. That's the bridge too far for you. All right. Well, I'm going to reset here in the commercial break. I do have an extended hour here on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm going to give you another hour, but we're going to talk about more news. I'm Jim Price, Director Light Show. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be back in a minute. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the new world order. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. Guys, uh, I almost uh, pulled a boo-boo here, and I know you guys have no idea what that means, but uh, what I was doing, I, because I, I, I took my uh, laptop and stuff with me, and uh, I, I didn't turn the power strip on, so I almost didn't, I almost, <laughs> I was running out of battery, wasn't paying attention that I had plugged in the computer, but I had not plugged the plug 
in oh I know I, I plugged the plug into the computer and into the power strip, but then I forgot to turn the power strip on. Anyway, I, that was like literally as I were the the uh, intro was playing for the show, I was like, Ugh! anyway. All right, I'm your host Jim Price here. That's gonna extended Dark Dark Delight show on Mondays and Wednesdays. Thank you guys for being here. Real quick article. This was fun. Oh, hey, hey, fun, fun, right, Jimmy? We're gonna do fun stuff. All causes of mortality are up. 45% from 0 to 24. But why? But why, Jim? Well, about the same time that government chemical came out, hmm, 0 to 24, there is a jump in death rate. 0 to 24. The CDC is doing this. Oh, by the way, guys, on Friday, the CDC quietly put out that you can take ivermectin for uh, for COVID. For the Mexican beer flu, you know, the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, corona. I think corona ought to sue, not that I give, you know, anything, I don't care, but, you know, corona ought to sue the government or the CDC for naming it coronavirus because, I don't know, why not? Everybody sues for everything else. But anyway, babies, toddlers, teenagers, young adults up to 24 are dying at a 45% above historical levels since the vaccine was introduced. And this is coming from your CDC, another acronym organization. No. I mean, that's why I've rejected the whole idea of calling it the J, the TJPS. TJPS, the Jim Price Show, because I don't like acronyms. I think it's lazy. By the way, guys, I do believe that there's something to that. Because I have purposely, even when I write text messages, when I write emails, any of that, you know, you do the, you'll do the text to talk thing. You'll hit that button and it'll say what's instead of what is, or, you know, it'll, it'll put the little, you know, it'll do the conjunction junction. What's your function thing. I'm, I know I'm misquoting all this. I remember guys, English is my first language. I'm still practicing here. Anyway, that whole thing. Um, I just, I spell it out. Hey, what what's you know what is going on? Not what's up, right? You know, I well once in a while I think I do that, but you know what I mean though. I just don't do the I don't do the the laziness. I I spell it all out. What what are you doing that is so important that you couldn't bother to spell out a word? You know, I don't understand that. I didn't understand it when they were trying to teach me to do it when I was in school because I did I thought it was lazy. Well, you don't have to spell it all out. You just put this little you know this little dingleberry up here and you and you do 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 do. I'm like, why? Well, you know, so you can, you know, I'm like, no, I, I just, to me, it just never made sense as a kid and it doesn't make sense to me, but the CDC acronym is now reversing its course on ivermectin. So that's fine. Even though we've jailed and prosecuted and persecuted and took away people's websites and Facebook pages and Twitters and YouTubes and all these other things to say that the, you're wrong for saying ivermectin's horse pace, blah, 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 I can't do that to human beings. Oops. Well, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and use it now. So, oh, by the way, there is a new variant coming out. Did you guys know about uh, ISIS or Iris or is there, is there, you know, Scooby Dooby Doo? I don't know what the next variant. It's something. It's Iris or Iris or Arias. Um, but they're they're coming out with a new variant, and uh, there's a 55 percent increase in New York. Now, let me explain something to you. When they say there's a 55% increase, if there were two people and then one more person got it, that's like a 33% increase, right? 
And then how that works is at 33%. See, this is the problem with this, is they show these irrational numbers that really make no sense. Oh, 55% increase. What, three people have it now? Four people? 12? I mean, there's how many millions of people in Long Island, and this is what you're going to shut? Oh, by the way, they're, they're doing mask mandates again. It's coming, guys. It's coming. This is the same time that they started pushing the mask mandates in the beginning of the first one. Remember? Remember, guys, we this was just a couple years ago. I don't I'm not asking you to remember World War One here. I'm saying just a couple years ago, this is the exact same playbook. But the CDC is going, well, you know, maybe well you can you can use ivermectin, it'll work. What? Then why do you why do you even have a vaccine that's available then? If there is a viable treatment, vaccines are illegal according to law. Now Let's talk about law. And I know that there's a lot of people have been talking about this over the weekend. This was kind of the sticking point that uh, Weiss or Weiss or whatever was uh, appointed as the special counsel. And everybody's like, oh, oh you can't do that, man. You, gotta, you can't have him because he works for the government. Let me ask you a question. If the federal government is not following the laws that the federal government wrote for itself, which is really kind of dumb anyway the federal government writes these laws and then some congressman voted it in and got paid off and whatever it if it says that you cannot use a federal employee to be a special prosecutor and if they're not willing to follow their their rules and laws then how can they prosecute anybody your credibility is shot i mean seriously guys this doesn't work this is a failure. That right there shows you that you have nothing. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that this is not a complete failure of our republic. When you have a government who writes laws in long form and oh, way too breathy tone lawyerese where you can't hardly understand anything, you cannot tell me that they expect you to follow the laws of the simple things like a stop sign or a red light or crossing in a crosswalk or paying for a uh, parking meter or, I don't know, paying your taxes. If they're not even willing to bother to follow the laws that they're trying to prosecute you with, what authority do they have? What authority do they have? have seriously there's no authority there's you see what i'm telling you here if they are not willing to follow the laws while they're prosecuting you persecuting you then this is this we're no longer the rule of law here we're no longer working in a fair and balanced blind justice meaning that it's equally dispensed to everybody and that includes themselves. If you guys don't see that, you're getting caught in the shiny object of things. The shiny object of things is you going, yeah, yeah, you should follow. Yeah, this guy's this guy's bad. You can't do that. No. No, 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 no. If you don't follow the rules, I'm not following the rules. Period. If everything's illegal, then disobedience is the only thing left. The only thing left is disobedience.
when everything's illegal. Imagine that, folks. That's the world you're living in. And I'm over here telling you guys, guys, you guys, you guys have heard me before. I talk about this on my show. Your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart is in the right place every single day. Being better. Let me try it one more time. I'm going to act like I've, I've read this before. I didn't mind even reading it. This is memory. Your, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart is in the right place every single day, being better than the day before. Tell me how that right there is what they're doing when they're not even following the law that they're going to prosecute you with. Guys, we've got to make sure we're in the right place at the right time, being the right people. So do they. And the thing is, is this is where righteous indignation comes in. And I don't think people want to have that conversation. And now, oh, I, I, you know, it's it's hard. At, right? You know, I don't want to do it. I don't want to, it's, they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. But the problem is, guys, is righteous indignation is absolutely something you should be learning about. Just like when I've told you guys about the meek and the mild, right? I've told you that before. Righteous indignation, righteous indignation is a thing. So is the meek and the mild is a thing. Mild doesn't mean meek doesn't mean that you're some kind of like wimpy little person, but meek means that you have the breastplate of righteousness on. You hold your shield and you sheathe sheathe your sword knowing you could execute, take a life at any time you want and the discernment in your heart gives you the ability to make the decision right or wrong what you should or shouldn't do, and knowing that you could take a life at any time if you willed, if you want to, you could do it, but you hold back. Knowing you use your heart as a discernment, that's the meek. It's not some feeble, wobbly guy with no muscles. No. It's those that know that they can execute. Those that have seen the thousand-yard stare people, those are the meek and the mild. That's what we talk about in that whole thing. And this is the problem for us. We don't we don't want to have this conversation because it's like, well, that doesn't that's not what my preacher said. Well, I can also tell you that your preacher is the first place that we do speech suppression. Because the preacher will tell you that don't use God's name in vain, but yet the word that truly interpreted vain means to use it as often as possible. And to use it, not to never use it, not to only use it in prescribed formulas, but to use it as often as possible. See, words have meanings. And this is where we keep going around and around. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up. I'm going to tell you about righteous indignation coming up in a minute. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on the Extended Hour. Remember, we're just trying to keep your lunch down. Uh, I'm not here to help you digest, but I'm definitely here to keep you moving, right? So get you thinking about, whoa, the world's gonna, it's gonna blow. You do, have you guys understood that we are under huge solar flare? It's, it's, for what I end, I'm getting, I'm using, again, paraphrasing. I'm not, if you guys want me to get down the blood and mud of the tax and the, the brass tax and things, I can do that. But very, I'm gonna use a broad stroke on this. The last two to three years of our existence on this earth, this big blue marble, you know, plummeting or flying through space, uh, the the sun has been putting off a lot, a lot of heavy solar flares and things like that. So things are different in the world around us. We think things are, you know, hotter or cooler or this or that, storms less or not. There's a lot more to that anyway. So, all right, let me get on to righteous indignation. Now, 
I think that righteous indignation is something that we don't practice enough. And you're like, what do you mean practice? You can't practice it, Jim. It's not something you practice. Well, uh, practicing is faking it until you make it. That's what that is. So you gotta you got to figure out how to do this, and you're going to make mistakes, and you're not going to always be 100% accurate, but you got to get involved, and you got to actually stand up and fight for something because you'll fall for anything. We keep, we, you, you, know how, you know how pointed that country song really is? How it really means more than we realize? That we just, you get, you get pushed around mentally, you get pu- pushed around spiritually, you get sp- pushed around emotionally by people who are actually doing bad, bad things to you, and you guys need to stand up and say, no more, not today, Satan. All right, so righteous indignation is, it's actually, it's called like righteous anger. And it's 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 considering that you can it's you can it's a form of anger which is not sinful, which is not something that you have to worry about. Like going, hey, I really shouldn't have done that. It's like when Jesus went in and rolled the tables, right? Because he sat there and he was giving out. And how 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 infuriated could he be when he was sitting there watching an elderly woman in the stories of this that he sees her give the the the, the this little bit. And yet, here comes this Pharisee, this this hypocrite, this preacher. I don't think you guys realize. Here comes the preacher of the day. Here comes that guy, right? And he dumps his, you know, his gold coin into the 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 offering plate. But that was all for him. That was all ego. That was him being proud of himself, being boastful, being being haughty. You know, being better than he should. You know, acting like he's better than he is. And so as the woman goes up there and gives us all gives her all gives her last well that's to God to those that understand this it's absolutely precious that's amazing it's not it's not ego driven it's like the lady in that event that I talked about when we were doing the question and answer on Saturday night where do I send the check she walks up there in her cane and it's the guys. This is like ten o'clock at night, nine thirty, ten o'clock. We, we went over. Right? Well, wait, was it nine thirty? Was it nine? We're getting close to nine. And she walks up there. Yeah, it was nine. It was it was after nine that night. So she had been there all day. This is already like a twelve, thirteen hour day. She had been there, and she got up and she walked to that mic because it was so important to her that she wants to know where to send the check. That's that's what God was looking for. That's where the power. That's what your your higher power was looking for. Where is your heart? Where is your mind? What are you doing to make the world a better place? Are you being selfless or are you being selfish? See, the, the Pharisee, the, the preacher, the guy who was walking around the robes that went in the Holy of Holies, he was doing it for ego. He was doing it for selfish reason because he wanted to be, oh, look at how great he is. Oh, he gives so much to the church. Oh. No, then this guy was just like, you know, what, what do you, Why? Well, again, it was because he wanted the attention. And that little lady went up there because she, she wanted to give what she had. And I don't know how much she gave. I have no idea. But it was that important to her that she wanted to get up there and do that in that moment. She could very easily talk to somebody on the way out. She could very easily gone and you know maybe later on. But she wanted to make sure that she was going to deliver that check now. That was how important it was for her. And we have to be different, guys. We have to be different because this is the thing where these people are out there doing things to us that we should we should be instantaneously angered and not worrying about whether we need to 
to look around and say, oh, did I do the right thing just then? You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that because you know what? You're on the right side of things. This is how it works. Get on the right side of things and it'll work out. Um, and this is, there's a, there's a lot of things that we should be. The church has told us not to do things. The church has told us to pray. The churches have told us to, and I, I'm not picking, I, I, well, I guess I am picking on churches. That was a lie. I am picking on church. I was going to say, I'm not picking on church. No, I am picking on churches. Because when I was at Floodgate Church in Heartland, Michigan, and that pastor opens up his doors to allow this to happen, and he gets the threats, he gets, the, he gets all the things, and he's like, no. He was the guy who stood up against Whitmore and said, I will take you to the Supreme Court if you come to my church. I not only, you can arrest me, but I will not stop fighting and I will go, I will take this to the Supreme Court because I will not, I will not be silenced. That's who this preacher was. I had him on my show a couple weeks ago before the event. He was willing to stand up and say, not today, Satan. And the day that she had issued even churches will be shut down and prosecuted to the full extent. He called her and set up a meeting the next morning, and they were there. And and I'm paraphrasing again. I'm just just work with me here. If you do this, I will take you to the Supreme Court. Do you know what she did the very next day? Well, I know what she did. She told him, but the very next day she issued a statement saying that churches. Uh, are exempt, pastors and churches are exempt from this lockdown because he stood up. That guy that had that event, he stood up. And that took anger. That took being determined. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, a neat uh, there's a neat little story here, and I want to read this. This is a great positive story, and uh, this is something we should all be proud of. Record-breaking Oliver Anthony, blue-collar breakout star, wows American audiences with debut performance, Rich Man North of Richmond. And uh, it's actually a breathtaking little thing. He's got a really kind of a, a bluesy, soulful uh, voice. And this guy has really taken off from across uh, this country, across the world. People are really getting it behind him. There's several people that, uh, there's a couple of guys just like him. They're doing some really great work out there. But guys, we cannot, we cannot give up on our republic. I mean, I guess, I, I don't know, maybe we should do that. Hey, Bob, can we, I mean, do we have callers waiting that want to tell us, to tell me to just shut up and just go back to democracy, go back to communism? I mean, are we are we giving up on Republic? I Because I, I'm not seeing the effort. I'm not seeing the excitement. I'm not seeing people with the righteous indignation. Maybe Bob's holding off the callers. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct him. I'm going to get on the commercial here in a couple minutes. I know. Uh, and I'm going to go on there. I'm going to say, Bob. Quit telling, quit, quit screening the calls. If they're telling me to stop talking about a republic because they love communism, I need to know that. If you guys are calling in saying, Bob, I want my communism, get this guy off the air. Well, I'm going to have to talk to Bob. I'm going to say, Bob, no, let him get on the air. We have to hear the court of public opinion here. And if everybody wants communism, then I guess I'm the lone man out here. I'm the weirdo. It hasn't happened. This is not the first time today or the first time in my life. So I'll be the weirdo. I'll be the guy who's saying Constitutional Republic all the time. And you guys keep saying communism. And I'll find my gulag or my jail cell or whatever. And I'll be happy in it. And I'll remember the days when it was important enough to fight to want to have a country that we didn't have to worry 
and live in fear of who was going to bang on our door, who was going to pull a gun on us from the government that we paid for. And this is the part I don't understand. We have a government that we pay for. We paid $3 trillion to the federal government alone in private personal income tax last year. $3 trillion American dollars. You guys bother to pay the federal government while they're doing this to you. While they're doing direct energy weapon technology in Maui so Oprah can have a have a, a stronghold on the development of the new smart city. Guys, we are that. We are the direct energy people. We are the direct energy people that created the, the earthquake in Turkey. We created the earthquake in Turkey. We blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. We shut down the XL Keystone Pipeline. By the way, the Keystone Pipeline still pumps oil, along with the other 25 pipelines in the exact same area, a corridor, as the Keystone Pipeline. But the XL Keystone Pipeline, well, that's not because, you know, why would we? See, the problem is, is again, your government's going in there and doing things to you and touching you, and you're not complaining. If somebody cuts in front of you at the Kroger's or Piggly Wiggly or whatever grocery store you bother to go to, you're going to be like, hey, hey, part no. Get in back, man. This is my spot. You're going to be like, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you. But if your government takes your $3 trillion from you and just goes out and does direct energy weapon in California and where one house burns down and the other doesn't and all that good stuff, you're okay with that, right? How about the millions of abortions that your government pays for worldwide year after year, after year, after year, after year. Oh, I'm a pro. I'm pro-life, Jimmy. That's not real. We don't spend any money on Uh-huh. Sure we don't. Oh, yeah. Reproductive health in other country means the same thing as reproductive health in America. That means abortion. Don't be, don't be dummies. Don't, be, don't fall for their little tricks. This is what they're trying to get you to do is that they, they, they get you all distracted and then they start fighting with each other and then you don't fight the person... That's outside the enemy that's outside of us. So we have to be those different guys. All right, we guys, guys, we got a commercial break coming in from WYSL at the bottom of the hour. Do not go anywhere. We're going to make it right. All right, guys, see you in a minute. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here. Don't go anywhere because it's going to get hot tonight. Oh, wait, I don't know what that was. All right, now this, I got an article here, and uh, this is from the Gateway Pundit. No comment. After hanging out at the beach for hours, Joe Biden uh, brushes off questions about the death toll in Maui. Now, I'm going to, guys, I just sent this to Bob over there because, you know, we were talking about it. I was like, you know, this is crazy. I've got a guy who's got a bald spot in the back of his head that doesn't know where he's at most of the days, but yet he's the president of the United States, the largest economy on earth. This guy is out there running America, and he's sitting in a what looks to be an aluminum folded chair with canvas, and uh, he's just out on the beach, like literally just standing and sitting and riding a bicycle. By the way, there is a a photo of him on a mountain bike with a – okay, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're wearing a bike helmet ever, ever, if you're wearing a bicycle helmet ever – um, stop. Okay, that little piece of foam with the plastic on top of it is not going to protect you. The whole watermelon on the curb thing was to get you to buy helmets because they wanted to make money on dummies. Okay, but anyway, the dummy in chief here is wearing his little black bicycle helmet 
and he's got his hat hanging off the handle. He's got his regular ball hat. He's very good. He goes to a ball hat all the time because if Trump wears a ball hat, I have to wear a ball hat. <laughs> okay, so this guy is riding around on a mountain bike on bike trails. So the guy who fell over because he couldn't get his foot off the pedal fast enough and he just fell over, that guy, he's out riding a bike wildly down the beach. Now, what, oh, Jimmy, it's not wildly. You're exaggerating. This is not a thing. Okay, explain this to me. If it was really Secret Service and if this guy was really in charge, do you think he's on a bike mountain bike riding 15 to 20 miles an hour going down the road by himself with no Secret Service before him or after him? Are you are you understanding what I'm saying here, guys? I was at Mar-a-Lago twice last year. I've been to six or seven Trump rallies as press. I know what he has for security, and I know Trump has literally a thousand times more security than this this doofus here. So please tell me that you don't see that this is all an act. It's all a play. It's all a movie. Pay attention. This guy is running around with his bicycle helmet on, going, I'm going to ride the bike, Mommy. Really? I think our outro needs to be, I want to ride my bicycle by Queen. I want to ride my bicycle. I mean, this guy's. this is your commander-in-chief, okay? This is what, so he's wearing a baggy t-shirt that looks like it's an extra large when he should wear a large. He's got black shorts on. Low. <laughs> there we go. That's exactly it. This is your boy. This is your boy, Joey. Bicycling it up, man. He's a bicycling man. Are you kidding me? This is what you're. This is this is how dumb they think you are. Listen to the words coming out of my pie hole. The words coming out of my face. They think you're this stupid. Just like Obama. And his boyfriend on the paddleboard dying in eight feet of water. Or drowning. I'm sorry. They said drowned. He wasn't dead before he drowned. Remember? Just saying. There was no witnesses of him drowning, but the person who watched him drown is the person who made the phone call. But then they tried to save him, but they couldn't save him. But nobody on the shoreline saw the incident. Right. That makes perfect sense, right, Barry? Uncle Barry, would you like to testify that? I'm not even an American citizen. You can't put me in trial. Anyway, so I want you, and I, I sent this, I sent the article over to Bobby, and I, I could post it out too, but there are Twitter photos. Oh, okay, yeah. So we got it out on Facebook on WISL. Go WISL Facebook or Twitter, and uh, look at the people protecting him and how far away. There are three guys 30 feet behind him with gray pants. Two guys have gray pants on. One guy's have khakis. Two guys have ball hats. Just standing around. Are you telling me that this is how you protect the most powerful man on earth? There's women in bikinis or girls out in bikinis out here by the water in front of the president. There's no buffer zone. If you remember the photo from a couple weeks ago when they showed him getting under the umbrella and there was just wildly people everywhere like as if he was at Miami Beach and nobody knew who he was. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares about this this guy. I was going to use another word, but I don't... He just, he, mm. folks, can you go? All right. All right. I, I, I got, I, I'm going to, I'm going to beg. Okay. You guys, you guys got me to this moment here. I know you guys love communism because that's what you guys keep telling Bob on the phone. Shut this guy up about Republic, the constitutional Republic, because it doesn't exist. We are a democracy, which is just the Bud Light of communism. 
and we are working desperately to get to communism. Please get this guy off the air. Now, I know Bob screens those calls for me. He's a great guy. But you guys remember this a couple weeks ago. This this is a thing that this is. I'm going to beg you guys. Stop. Stop living in this communist life. Stop. Please. For the love of whatever it is that you believe is holy, whatever it is you think is sacred, whatever on your grandkids, your doggy, your kitty cat, your bird, whatever you think is precious in your life, whatever you hold dear, with all that is sacred, would you guys please stop living communism? Please? Can you please? Seriously, what do I have to do? I'm begging. I'm a 52-year-old grown man. I have done some amazing I'm a I'm a national championship rugby player. I am a national championship rugby player. I won with our team, the Wichita Barbarians in 2015. I won the national championship in rugby with our team and I'm asking you, I'm begging you. I'm a I'm a championship rugby player begging you. Would you stop being a bunch of communists? Please. I I'm ta- everybody listening out there, all you communists that listen to WYSL all the time. Would you please just, would you convert or, or just quit trying to make me communism? I don't want to be communism. I don't, I don't, it doesn't, I don't like the uniforms. It doesn't go good with my complexion. I'm a, you know, I don't know why I'm just making all that up, but you see what I'm saying here? I'm begging you. I'm a father of four. I was a youth pastor in my twenties. I, I, please, I'm begging you. Stop being a bunch of communists. Would you bother to stand up and understand what Republic, uh, re- Constitutional Republic is? All right, that's my begging. I'm over. I'm over it. I'm done. But think about that. Think about that. We are a bunch of... <sighs> so the most powerful man on earth rode a 1950s train from the edge of Ukraine for three hours to Kiev in a war-torn country. You believe that, right? That happened in February. When remember when Biden surprised visit Ukraine when the crane was snowing and 32 degrees, but then all the photos and videos it was sunny and no clouds in the sky. That's how stupid they believe you are. Oh, remember the shipping containers in the window behind the Oval Office? Yeah, that, well, that, nobody talks about that. How about the crack in the wall? Because they said, "Oh, we're yeah, we're in a studio. That way, the press has more access to the president." When has that ever hurt, happened in the history of Earth? When has that ever happened, ever, that the president's in a studio so that he has more, the press has more access to him? Are you... What? This is where I don't think you guys... like. I, I've got examples like this for days. But you guys are still like, oh, accuse the, accuse the thing. That's a for conspiracy dummies, and they're just the this and that's and all those other things. Okay, fine, I'll go with you on that. Q's not real. So tell me why your president has been on vacation for almost four hundred days, four hundred days, and yet he's going to give another three hundred. He's going to go give almost a three hundred billion to Ukraine. And you guys think that this is real? You think he rode a 1950s rail car for three hours across worn, torn Ukraine where they're blowing up nuclear power plants? You think that's real? You think that we're... What? What kind of... All right, whatever window you're licking, lead paint you've been eating... Oh, by the way, that lead paint story, 
you would have your child would have to eat one ton, one ton of paint chips, dried paint chips, to have actually have lead show up in a test in their body. The whole lead out of paint is so that they can actually run microwaves and scanners through the house. They take the lead paint off the house, then they can affect you with radiation, and it also makes the cheap paint a paint cheap oh, the paint cheaper and it won't last as long. So it does so they want you to do water-based paint because the lead is actually what made paint last too long. Just like light bulbs don't burn out. Look up the history of the light bulb and you'll find out that light bulbs burned indefinitely and never burnt out. They actually developed a wire that would only allow them to last for up to a thousand hours. And that's why light bulbs burn out because they planned obsolescence. That's why your phone wears, quote unquote, wears out. It's not, it doesn't wear out. They program it to slow down. They program it so the battery won't recharge. They program it so you don't get good reception. So you have to buy a new phone. That's what they do to you guys. And they do it purposely because they're just trying to make some more money. But what if we weren't greedy? What if this world was a better place? What if we were doing things because it made us better and we were out there doing these things for each other and we didn't have to worry about the commerce of things and the the hamster wheel of debt? What would we really look like if we weren't pressed down so hard by our overbearing government? What would we be? How great would life be if you didn't have an electric bill? How great life would be if you didn't have to put gasoline in your vehicle to move your body freely across the globe? Think about that for a second. If you didn't have to pay for energy to move you or power your life, what could you really be doing with your day? What could you really be doing with your day? Do you know that just just the consumption of energy that we do on this earth, somewhere over the 50% mark is literally wasted in the use of energy. And the amount of money that we spend on energy globally every single year It's like 58% of it is literally just wasted in the process of using the other 42%. Think about that math. It's planned obsolescence. You don't have a generator on your house with the gas hookup. You have have an energy concentrator on your house. Listen to my words. We've got a commercial break coming up right now. You don't have an electrical, electrical generator you have electrical concentrator on your house. Use the right words. Words have meaning. All right, guys, commercial break coming up. WYSL. We'll be back here in a couple minutes. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. You better. You know. You know what you need to do. You know. And Okay, listen. Guys, I didn't get into this, this whole mess of election integrity. Okay. They made me this. And that sounds like I'm a victim. That sounds like I don't I didn't willfully, you know, make any decisions in my life. And I will be honest with you, there are some there's there were there were decisions that were made for me. Uh my security clearances I carried for almost two decades that, you know, were above top secret stuff that I was the guy who designed, built, and trained the military on the exact systems in the Capitol building. I know what they can do. I know that that what you not you're not getting in that building. Period. 
you know, we're, again, let me let me go out there. This is the one statement I say every time. Oh, yeah, China, Iran, North Korea. Come on over. Bring a plastic flagpole and you can get in our Capitol building. <laughs> That's how stupid we are. That's insurrection. So anyway, and I hear guys. Oh, one more thing on that. There, okay, remember the chief of police guy that Tucker just interviewed? He knows his part of the story. And he is being very genuine, honest, and believing that he was doing his best to protect the Capitol building because he was not in on the scam. He wasn't in on the paid actors. He wasn't in on the other federal agents. All he knew was things were falling apart, and he's like, hey, man, I'm trying to do my job. Somebody help me here. Hello? I get that. That way it seems credible. That way the J6 insurrection seems credible because the chief of police has no idea what's going on. I'm using chief of police as a paraphrased. Don't go out there and split hairs with me. This is what you're doing, guys. They'll leave people in place doing their job, and they'll come out. And, I, I was just doing my job. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I, there was shots fired, shots fired. This guy is genuine. Because they left him out of the loop of what was really going on. Just like Nancy Pelosi's daughter is on film for like 30 minutes running her pie hole about how they knew exactly what they were doing to take this whole thing down so that they could create the insurrection moment. See, the problem is is there are people out there that are useful idiots. And I'm not saying that that cop is an idiot. But they made him an idiot because he didn't know what was really going on. All right, guys. That's enough lecturing for today. Now, remember this event we're going to be doing this week with Mike Lindell. Remember, oh, WYSL did put up, Bobby put up there uh, on the way, uh, the old webinar there on the old intro net on Facebook and X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it now, uh, the link to the Mike Lindell event where you put promo code price. And by the way, guys, I'm watching. I'm watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching. So if I don't get some promo code prices from the New York upstate area, I'm coming back to hunt you down. I'm looking for you. I'm going to go. I'm going to take your email. I'm going to put it in there for you. I'll put in promo code price and I'm going to help you. Is that what I have to do? Are we doing that? Is that a thing? No, I don't think we need to do that. Anyway, here's a quick list of those that will be speaking at the event um, Lou Dobbs, Kirk Olson, Steve Bannon, Laura Loomer, Patrick Colbert, Tina Peters, Dr. Doug Frank, great friend of mine, honestly, Jeff O'Donnell, uh, Justice Gabe, uh, Gaberman, uh, Gableman, uh, let's see, Brandon House. Professor Clements, Ken Paxton, General Flynn, Seth Keschel, Rudy Giuliani. These are just a name of the few of the people that will be out there speaking. So obviously this is going to be a high security event. Do be prepared to be patted down and, and then they'll run you through the magnetometer thing and all that good stuff. You guys, all you have to do is put forth the effort. Here's the thing. If you stand up and say no, that's enough sometimes. Sometimes. The action is not an action, but a stance. But that's just you saying, not today, Satan. Not today. No. The government, dogs, children, and the government need to be told no often because it makes them better. The government, children, and dogs need to be told no often because it makes them better. I'm not picking on dogs. Cats need to be told no, too. They're... They're not exempt. Birds, you know, all the different horses, goats, you know, they, they know, they understand. But if you don't make them, then they'll do what they want. If the dog's peeing on your chair and you don't stop him, he'll eventually just start crapping on the carpet. 
And he was like, well, you didn't make me stop peeing on the chair, so I'm going to crap on the carpet. I don't even have to go outside anymore. I can just do it right here. And I don't mind the smell. Mmm. Is that fresh or what? But this is the difference, guys. Sometimes you just standing there and saying no. No. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to you don't have to expound on what you're well, Jimmy was telling me on the radio that I have to be proactive and so I'm doing what he told me and I'm doing and it's his fault. No. Sometimes you just can say no. Sometimes you can just stand there and say nothing else but no. Not today, Satan. Not today. And how easy would that be? No. How about you sit down, sir? We're not going to listen to your testimony. No. Sir, you're going to need to sit down. We'll, we'll trespass you. No. How can you be trespassed from a building that you own? Answer me one question, sir, ma'am. You say, well, I can't go to the city council meeting because they'll kick me out. The county commissioners, when I tell them about voter integrity, they'll kick me out. I want to know why it is that your constitution limits the government and that public building honestly, truly belongs to you, we the people, because it's your money, it's your country. And you're telling me you can get kicked out of your own house? You trespassed off your own property? How about a church? I thought churches, churches were sanctuaries. I thought we went there to get sanctuary. I thought that's where we went. But where are your pastors? Where are your black robe pastors willing to go out there and say, Not today, Satan. Righteous indignation, knowing that I can be angry with, and it's not a sin. Why am I not practicing that? Because they told you to be afraid. They told you to go get that government chemical. They told you that we landed on the moon. They told you that it was Harvey, what was it, Lee Harvey Oswald that killed Kennedy. Not the driver, not the guy on the grassy gnome, not the guy in the sewer. No, 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 not those people. It was the guy with that that famous shot from high, high in the book depository. The exact same time that Daddy Bush and Barry's grandfather were in the CIA. Don't worry about that. They also told you that the aluminum tube flying at several hundred miles an hour flew into a building and six, three to six hours later, depending on how you want to do the math, the buildings collapsed in on themselves and did not fall over or hurt damage other buildings. Or that Building 7... Hours and hours later that was never touched, burnt, and fell to the ground without ever being hit by a plane. Or the fact that that torpedo, I mean, airplane that hit the Pentagon, that was real too. See, guys, they've been telling you a lot of stuff is real, and you've been willing to believe it. So do you believe in Santa Claus? If you do, I got beachfront property here in Kansas, so you can just come up here. Yeah, the Gulf of Mexico, it comes all the way up to Kansas. You can just buy yourself some of this Gulf front property right here in Kansas. I got a whole bunch of it to sell you. If you want to believe that they are telling you the truth, then so am I. And that's okay, right? It's okay if I lie to you. Your government does it. But if you said no, Jimmy, I'm not going to buy your beachfront property in Kansas because I'm not a dummy. But I sure do believe in all the other stuff because Santa Claus is real. Be different. Use the discernment in your heart. Use that little small still voice that you listen to, well, you can hear it, but do you listen? You can hear the word, you can hear those things coming to you, but do you did you do you actually work with them? Do you actually go forth? Do you actually use discernment in your heart? You guys are always the difference makers. You guys are the power. When you guys come together, it's over. 
And guys, I have told you guys a thousand times, you put together an event, you guys do something, you want me to speak at, you want me to participate, I'm coming. I'll be there. I've proved my point already. I came out in July, 4th of July, remember? I enjoyed myself. I'll do it in a minute. I'm not gonna I'm traveling these things because they put me in this fight. I'm an environmentalist, bio viral cancer specialist, holistic, spiritual, you know, geographic historian now. I don't even know. I'm I'm I I had to learn all this stuff over. That's hard to do. When you have to unlearn and then relearn, you have to rewrite your mental history of what you understood the world to be when you find out it was all a lie. I do this every single day because they came in and destroyed my life, and I don't want them destroying yours. I'm willing to do what it takes. I will be on the road for the rest of my life to my last dying breath, and I will not give up for you. You are the most important thing on this earth, and I will do what I can to save you from this communism, this tyranny, because our constitutional republic's worth it, and so are you. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here on the Extended Hour Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, guys. Don't go anywhere. WYSL's got great shows all day long. WYSL. Don't go anywhere. See you guys later. Bye-bye.